you, Dallas. Always, always a beautiful introduction to our service. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Tom. Welcome to the Unity Center for Positive Living. We're glad you could join us this morning. Also wanted to um, recognize Joy being here once again, filling out an official application for membership. So we look forward to presenting you with a certificate of membership next Sunday. Indeed. I'd like to read to you from today's daily word, free. Living from my Christ nature sets me free. As a spiritual being, I am always free. I remember this in those moments I feel at the mercy of an unpredictable world. While I may not be able to control what happens around me, I can take comfort knowing I don't need to. I am free to choose my response, but even more, I am free to meet life from my divinity, the breath of my spiritual power. In prayer, I claim divine ideas. I use my gift of imagination to envision the life I wish to live and the gift of will to make choices to bring it about. I speak affirmations to raise my consciousness and help create conditions for my best and highest outcome to manifest. I find precious freedom realizing that life doesn't happen to me. Life happens through me. So if the sun makes you free, you will be free indeed. And that's from John 8.36. Now please join us in singing while Dallas and Linda sing, lead us in surely the presence. and one power active as the universe and as my life God the good now please stand up in the sanctuary and, and in Zoom land and join us while Dallas and Linda lead us in our welcoming song Be Free Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now that we're in the center and online with Zoom, please greet each other in whatever way you feel comfortable with. And on Zoom, turn on gallery view to see us all here so you can wave and acknowledge each other. Oh, yeah. Circle Book and Film Club will resume at the end of summer. Keep watching for that email to let you know when. And now please help your church because we do practice prayer, meditation, and service. So, Susan, how are you doing on, on readers? Uh, should I step out here? Sure. <laughs> We need a reader for the last Sunday of July. No more. There you go. Last Sunday of July and all of August. And maybe Tom's going to say this, but on um, July 17th is Grandfather Roy Wilson's birthday party at. Uh, Air Raven and y'all are invited to a clock potluck and lots of celebration. Thank you, Susan. And indeed, make, make that a date because um, grandfather celebrations, yes, people coming from all over the country. It's, it's a party. 
Um, please join us now in our unity statement. And we'll say that together. We believe in our oneness with all life and the power of love. We teach universal principles and values as taught by Jesus and others, revealing the one God presence. We practice prayer, meditation, and service to be conscious of our oneness in God. Amen. Linda and Dallas will lead us in our song of joy. Please stand up and sing out even now. This is when you may know. <laughs> and it's a dance. Oh, to adjust the focus. My face is fuzzy because I'll let my beard grow back out right now. <laughs> so, you know, when everybody used to come in here every weekend, we get these little booklets all the time that come from Unity. And, and we would set them down on the buffet table down there. People would pick them up and, and take them home. Quite a while ago, I, I picked this one up and took it home. This is called Messages We Need to Hear um, from the writings of Martha Smock. A lot of people don't know who Martha Smock is. So I'm going to tell you. This booklet is devoted to the writings of Martha Smock, who was editor of the Daily Word for 33 years. 
and who is truly one of the legendary writers of Unity. Her name may not be as familiar to you as James Dillard Freeman's, who was a contemporary and good friend of hers, but Smock's inspiring messages resonate today as perhaps no other. These are messages we need to hear, affirming that we are worthy, divine, and loved inordinately. And so first we're going to start with just a little poem called No Other Way. Could we but see the pattern of our days, we should discern how devious were the ways by which we came to this, the present time, this place in life, and we should see the climb our soul has made up through the years. We should forget the hurts, the wanderings, the fears, the wastelands of our life, and know that we could come no other way or grow into our good without these steps our feet found hard to take, our faith found hard to meet. The road of life winds on, and we like travelers go from turn to turn until we come to know the truth that life is endless and that we forever are inhabitants of all eternity. And I'm gonna read a little, a little article that she wrote in here. I'd like to preface this with, you know, Dallas and Lynn have been singing about freedom today. And in their welcoming song, they, they talk about how all of our powers are now. And you know, it's, it's always now. What I said a few seconds ago, that poem that's in the past, inaccessible. Future's not here yet, we can only imagine. So we're always living in the now. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a secret that I've told many people, some pick up on it. In each and every moment of now, you get to choose a thought that feels better or one that feels worse. And in that moment of choice lies all of your power, all of your free will, and all of your freedom. This is an article called, What Are You Saying yeah. to Yourself? What kind of conversation do you carry on with yourself? What are you saying to yourself right now? If you find your inner conversation with yourself running along negative lines, you have the power to change the subject, to think along different lines. An affirmation of truth can be like a conversation piece around which your thoughts center. An affirmation says simply and clearly, that which is true and gives your thoughts a pattern as it were to follow. You can change your life by changing the way you think and feel. You're doing this day by day, thought by thought, as you watch the kind of conversation you have with yourself, as you answer any tendency to be negative or feel fearful or depressed with positive, healing, powerful reminders of the truth. If you're ever tempted to say to yourself about some situation, that it looks impossible of solution, turn your thinking around and say this to yourself. I have faith that with God's help, there's a way for this situation to be solved for the blessing and benefit of all. Do not carry on conversations with yourself that downgrade your worth and ability. Do not think of yourself as lacking in ability or as inferior to others. Affirm, I am the all-wise, all-loving, all-conquering child of God. I reign supreme and all the affairs of mind and mind. You may think you are unable to forgive the past, but Christ in you is able. Christ in you sets you free. You can find peace in the present through affirming. Through the forgiving love of Jesus Christ, I am set free from the stakes of the past. I accept forgiveness. I forgive myself and others. I set my face in a new direction. Keep your mind stayed on God. Keep your mind stayed on truth, thought by thought. 
Let your inner conversations be as with the Christ, the God self of you. Wow. Wow. Wow, indeed. Thank you, John. Breathe. Now, please join us as Dallas and Linda lead us in our meditation song, Closer to the Light.
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, please join us in our affirmation. One more time. <laughs> because it's that important. I am the love of God in expression. I am truly thankful for all the good I already experienced. I am growing more prosperous with every day. I am healthy, active, whole, and happy. I am always growing and expanding into the fulfillment of my potential. And I am at peace knowing everything I need comes to me in the perfect time and in the perfect way. Dr. Dario, would you be willing to sing the Lord's Prayer for us today? Now you're back. Okay. That would be wonderful. I can't tell you how much we've missed that. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. So how do you yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you. And you can sing with me. Okay. All right. We can sing together. Yeah. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and leave us not into temptation but deliver us from error. Is the kingdom and the sanctuary <laughs> with all of you and with you on Zoom land too. So I am today 
continuing the series on See the Vision Through in 2022. We've been talking about it, seeing the vision through heaven on earth, being spirits, having a human experience on this earth, bringing heaven and the kingdom and queendom of heaven through us as an expression of God all day. That's how we open. That's how we pray. That's how we affirm. That's how we stay, hopefully, seven days a week, 365, 24-7. And when we fall off, we have to remind ourselves again who we really are who we really are, who we truly are, who we are in our wholeness. The kingdom of God is at hand, right? Is at hand. And in the kingdom of God, in our true original selves, not in the concept of original sin, but in the concept of original blessing, we are our true, whole, unwounded, and unwoundable selves. And it's our job to stand on earth and to embrace and embody that which is creator. Fully in us. That's the God program, right? The God pattern program. That we are living. That we are embracing. That we are claiming. Therefore, in a moment of choice to see the vision through, we have to deal with a number of things that go with our freedom. So see the vision through in 2022, my focus today is what price freedom? <laughs> what price freedom and how many Americas? How many Americas? That's what I've been calling my road trips. <laughs> and I will speak more on those road trips. Penny said, you should talk about that one Sunday. Well, I will, a, part, a bit at a time, <laughs> okay? Because that freedom is very intrinsic, symbolic, if not literal, to where we live, right? In America. It's symbolic, if not literal. And hopefully both, more and more every day. And with that freedom comes responsibility and our idea, freedom, liberty of all. Harry Tubman, who was uh, seen as the conductor and uh, leader of the Underground Railroad in this country, she said, you want a taste of freedom. She is said to have said this. And um, because it was oral tradition, we don't quite know. But it fits her life, whether she said it or not. If you want a taste of freedom, keep going. If you hear the dogs barking, keep going. If you see the torches, ah, keep going. If you see them lit, keep going. Keep going no matter what, because the freedom doesn't live well with the concept of fear. The freedom does not live well with the concept of freedom for me, but not for you. True. Free to do your thing and free to do my thing, but accountability and responsibility to one another puts some boundaries and different foundations under freedom so that we can collectively live in one America. 
How many Americans do we have? We have quite a few where freedom and the concept and the beliefs about freedom are different for individuals, for groups of people, for communities, for societies. One of my examples is one example I'll give this talk, next, next time I'll give a couple more on my journeys was I was stopped in um, South Dakota, was said by the highway patrol guy that I was speeding. Well, I was coming off the interstate, going onto an interstate that was in the city. First of all, I don't speed really. <laughs> Five miles over the limit is my idea of speed, right? And so I'm driving in the slow lane. I'm doing my little old lady thing. I'm looking for the exit to the place to get to the hotel, which is two miles away from me, but I'm in a city that I don't know. And so there's no way I'm speeding when I'm looking for the exit <laughs> to, to get myself off of here and into the highway. Even if it was an unconscious in the big way, you know, speeding, that, that wouldn't, it would have been no more than five miles over the limit. But this highway patrol guy, I just flash his lights, I pull over. By this time, I'm in the city limits. And he comes over, he says, you know why I stopped you? And I said, no. He said, uh, you were going uh, seven miles over the speed limit. And I said, hmm, really? <laughs> and he said, yes. And so I didn't have cruise control over, so I didn't have you know, a base to start arguing. Yeah. I knew I wasn't going seven miles over the speed limit, but nevertheless, uh, he said, you have a license and insurance? I said, sure. I said, I am looking for it now. In other words, I didn't want anybody to think I'm looking for a gun, right? So, or claim they saw one. I said, I am going under the shawl. My shawl was on the front seat to get my purse to get you. So I did that and I gave it to him. He says, well, before he looks at it, he says, I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm going to give you a warning. I said, uh -huh. he says, where are you going? I said, to such and such a hotel. He said, how long will you be there? Whoa. I said, a couple of days, maybe. He says, where are you coming from? Yeah. How many Americas? Yeah. He says, I looked around to make sure I was in America. I'm sure I might have <laughs> If I was going that fast, maybe I went through a portal and I went somewhere else. And I looked around again. And I said, I'm coming from Washington State. I have Washington State. He said, oh, okay. And um, he said, where are you headed after that? I said, Washington, D.C. I'm wondering, is he trying to get a date or is he just thinking <laughs> I belong in his America? <laughs> because there is a belief that we should stop anyone who looks what? Different or not like what we expect in our area. Some of the stand, stand your ground stuff came out of, you know, well, I'm in this subdivision over here. There's somebody who looks suspicious. And then there's the notion or reinforcement of the belief that you have the right to chase somebody down who looks not like you in your area. And I was born in Mississippi and I grew up in Houston, Texas in 1949, 50, So I know all about separate and unequal, okay? So, <laughs> 
it's very clear to me that I'm not in his America for this moment. And this guy's a younger guy in the court, but, but there was something suspicious, obviously, that would lead him to stop me. Because he, he, by the time he stops me, we're in the city limits. We're not in the, you know, out in highway patrol territory. So he goes and he's already told me he's not giving me a ticket, he's giving me a warning. And he goes to his car and he does everything. And at that very moment, before he goes to his car, my daughter calls. I answer. I say, stay on the line. And so, you know, Bluetooth. So he's gone in his car, he's checking everything out. Comes back to the car, asks me a few more questions. We live in Washington. He said, Do you work for the government? Uh, oh. Now, see, these may not seem like horrible questions to you. It may seem like a normal experience, but it is not. There's nothing. It's normal if you're driving while black in, a, in this America, okay? Or if, even if you're in a city, you can be stopped for driving while black. It is not a rural I don't want to give the impression that it is a South Dakota experience or a uh, Wyoming experience, or I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying by committing to go on these drives, Circle America, which stands for a citizen's initiative on racism, co-creates co leadership for equity. In America. That's what it stands for. So we're looking at, we don't want that there's one population that's having this experience, right? <laughs> or, or several subpopulations or groups that are having those experiences of being stopped and asked 20 questions uh, as if there's some thing, I'm in the wrong place. If I did not have the inner experience as a child of God and the protection that I'm given on this journey when I follow God's leading to circle America. As a black woman driving everywhere. Last summer we came through Mississippi, Alabama, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, <laughs> Georgia, Texas, up through Oklahoma, up through the Plain States because we did a Circle America taking a look at this Black South for my grandkids and also experienced a civil rights journey. It was a civil rights trip and went up through the Plains or Plains Indian trip from the bloodlines that flow through. So I, so that, that one, we were, we were not questioned as we were on this particular trip as I was on this particular trip. But by the time he finishes and he writes me up the warning and everything, he gives it to me. And the most interesting thing I found after the 20 questions, did I work in DC? No, you, you don't work for the government. That's what I think. And I said, no, <laughs> uh, I don't. And uh, you know, then something else, another question, you know, about the same kind of thing. But the most interesting message from him was, here's your warning. You don't have to show it to anybody. Whoa. Oh. 
You don't have to show it to anybody. And I thought, what an odd statement. It'd be, I would have understood if he said, you don't have to appear anywhere. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to mail it anywhere. He said, you don't have to show it to anyone. And I thought, well, are you supposed to give me a warning in the city limits, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Highway Patrol guy? <laughs> I'm thinking, and just to affirm me, I get to the hotel, I check in, and immediately in comes a guy wearing city police uniform. The difference, okay, so oh. and he came, he, he came because there was some kind of message that they needed help uh, moving a vagrant guy out of the hotel or something, and so he was there. So meanwhile, I said, mm -hmm, different uniform. That was confirmation because that that was my last question to myself. You know, spirit. I said, does he? Has authority to give me a warning, you know, <laughs> in the city limits. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he apparently followed me into how many Americas? And I, and so it's important when we think about freedom and the power of freedom and the prayers and affirmation about freedom and being free as a spirit that there are those moments where we're face to face with more of a cultural sense of who we are or an ego identity sense of who we are or a fear uh, sense of who we are or working out my unresolved issues with people and authority and whatever my unresolved issues are because we all have them. <laughs> and they, they came for a reason. They helped us survive whatever patterns we developed, helped us survive. And it's time, if we're going to be co-creator with creator, we have these moments all day, every day, that we can step into that embodiment. I am co-creator with creator. I am not the victim of abuse. I am not the victim of incest. I am not the victim of domestic violence. I am not the victim of poverty. I am not the victim of racism. I am not the victim of all the other isms and phobias. That I can claim merging that whole true original self with me in this body being an expression of that freedom. So I claim my limit, I claim freedom from limiting patterns that helped me survive perhaps my childhood, my community, my school, the military, whatever. I claim freedom today from at least one of those limiting patterns that protected me, but that is still there, easy to reach in the moment when I'm depleted, stressed, tired, exhausted, worn out, Because sometimes, and you know whatever your fall position is, somebody's fall position is they get so depleted. So rather than face the things that or be in the presence of people that trigger all that stuff, they retreat. Okay? Yeah. You know that I'm going into retreat. I'm just exhausted. Now, the question is, in that moment of so-called retreat, you only you know, am I hiding? Or am I transmuting? 
Because I might say to you, if I know what you're going through and you're talking to me about it, I'll say, today is the day to show up. Use the presence of God that's within you to show up in that space and place and do what is you have the right to do. Maybe it's a group you're a part of. Maybe you paid your tuition, but you've been getting triggered in class. Okay, <laughs> or you've been getting triggered in, in admissions or in the, whatever this, the institution is. And you say, oh, no, no, today is the day for you to show up. Engage whoever it is if you want to or feel up to it. But even if you don't, go about the task and the set of privileges and the set of opportunities that are yours because you signed up and paid your tuition. Don't let so-and-so run you out of class. Run you out of your prayer space. The opportunity for you to transmute the trigger and no longer be triggered is yours. At that moment, the kingdom of heaven is at hand and I am whole, I am healed, I am healthy, I am happy, I am free. I am not confined by my personality. I have the courage to speak up against injustices that I see. I have the fortitude to persevere when people shut me down or shut me out. I have the compassion for myself and for those around me to be in a forgiveness space. If it comes to forgive Highway Patrolman Jack, whatever his name was, for he knows not what he does, but I would like to let him know because I'm a teacher. It's my job. So then I have to write the letter. Okay? So that there is an accountability if you're even this much interested in one America. Because the folks who wrote the founding papers did not really mean for all, did not mean liberty and justice for all, did not mean liberty and justice for women, did not mean liberty and justice for men and women of color, did not mean liberty and justice for indigenous people, did not mean Liberty and justice for people who don't look like me, right? <laughs> Did not really mean that. But since they said it, part of freedom is also honoring one's commitments. Do we honor our commitments to freedom? Freedom for liberty and justice for all. Are we honoring that not just for ourselves, but for all, right? That's part of expressing the kingdom of heaven through us. We can have fun with our firecrackers and everything that we like to do on July for our barbecues and our people, but let's do something outside the boundaries of what is familiar and comfortable. Let's do something outside each of us, outside the boundaries of how we normally express what. Let's express freedom and liberty and justice for all. 
let's dream. What does one America look like? How am I an instrument for one America? Because, you know, where some things are crooked, sometimes there comes a point where they become straight. So when we are looking at the work of God expressing through us, there is this notion of coherence, integrity. Integrity more in the sense of wholeness. Okay? That is, and that power of that integrity that is God sent that flows through me with the Holy Spirit, that flows through me. And then I start seeing, oh, where have I been hypocritical? Where have I applauded freedom and justice and liberty for us and not for them? Where is my hypocrisy? We got enough to go around right about now. So if we can recognize that there's a lot of that going around, we have to start looking at that in ourselves and also calling the gaps. You don't have to use the word, you know, unless you have your, you know, fighting gloves on. You, know, you may not want to use the word hypocrisy, but, but you can sort of point out why is it that you think this for this situation and these people, but over here, you think this way. Or well, why was it okay for you to have this freedom, but now you don't want other people to have this freedom? Once there were a group of, uh, there many times there were groups of hunters on the land where I live. Um, and the spirit would wake, wake me up and I'd grab my stick and go out into the woods. Yeah. And then I'd find them, I'd see them there, and then I'd say, okay, you gotta go. Now, in some cases, they'd come up the back and climb and whatever. But I would walk them out the front so they could walk with me. And <laughs> fussing all the way, I'm fussing. They're fussing because I'm walking them out of my property. The front back, you know? And it's a longer walk. <laughs> Their cars are back way to the other side, back on the other side where the lake is. Right? And they're telling me things like, well, we didn't know it was your property. Or we didn't know, yeah. And I'm like, uh, you knew it wasn't yours. You knew this wasn't your property. You didn't see any signs that it was a park, but you didn't ask permission or find out who it belonged to. It's your job to know where you are as a hunter with weapons <laughs> moving through the state. It's your job to know whether something is open to hunting or not, it's your job to find these things out so you knew it wasn't yours. What would you do if I showed up in your backyard in Tacoma or Puyallup or wherever, Fife, you know, with weapons in your backyard? You're in my backyard. I bet you would shoot first and ask questions later. if you found me on your property with guns. So no, you're not welcome to come back. And if you had asked me, I'd have said no. <laughs> and, and I have taken people to court for criminal trespassing. But my thing is, how many Americas? It's not okay for me to show up in your backyard with guns or weapons but it's okay for you to show up in my backyard with guns or weapons. 
so I'm willing to, you know, people find me difficult. <laughs> I'm willing to be called difficult because when we are seeing the vision through, you may get called different things. Now, Jesus makes a point in John 8 where our scripture from the daily word came in. You know, that's the son of God. Well, set you free and make made free by the Son of God, then you're free, okay? Now, what he's really talking about is that when you claim to be children of God, children of creator, expressing God through you, then you are claiming that freedom that is promised by God. It is not free. Freedom is not free. What price freedom? <laughs> you got to pay, got to empty your hypocrisy pockets. You got to, uh, you know, empty your uh, ignorance. I, I choose to remain ignorant account. You have to get rid of your I hate these people account. I hate this group and that group because they do this or they do that. You got to empty your uh, all these people or this way account. <laughs> you have to get rid of the uh, I see no evil, hear no evil, <laughs> you know, plugs in, in wherever you have those in your body so that you won't notice. If something incorrect is going down. Because some days, just to face it, I mean, I would just like to stay in my bubble, please. There is so much noise. And we need those moments when we can meditate and stay in our bubble. But we as well need those moments where we're challenged and the bubble is burst. And we are standing at the intersection between I am a conscious co-creator with spirit. And I am comfortable with my patterns, my programs, my personality, limited belief, whatever. It's all right with me. I'm just going to do what it is I feel comfortable doing. But didn't you make such and such a commitment? <laughs> Yeah, and so our, this is a maturity process. So in maturing into the God program, maturing into seeing the vision through, then we are paying the price and hopefully joyfully paying the price. Joyfully paying the price for freedom. Because I'm willing to go beyond my comfort zone and my normal way of retreating, my normal way of staying within what, what I'm doing. And it's, I say it's mature because you're really free when you do something that you want to do, even though somebody tells you to. I'm going to say that again. You're really free when you do something that you want to do, even when somebody tells you to do it. Because if the 
if the rebellion program in my 14-year-old self is operating and Daria tells me to do something that I was going to do anyway, but if your 14-year-old self is rebelling against your mother who told was always telling you to do something and trying to manipulate you by making you feel guilty, then you go like, well, I think you were trying to make me feel guilty, Dr. Daria, and I'm not going to do that. You already agreed to do it a year ago. Now, what you're really saying is you decided not to do what you agreed to do because you weren't feeling it. <laughs> and I understand emotions, but are your emotions and your limiting patterns and your rebellion against your mother who's no longer with us? Bless her heart. No longer with us. That's okay. But you're still working the issue, right? And I must be the elected surrogate because I didn't know her. I don't know what the issue is. I didn't know that. All I know is you agreed to do this. I, and I have no interest in making people feel guilty. That's not my job. I'm, I'm a teacher. I'm teaching transformation work. So you have this opportunity to transform. So I'm pointing that out. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not in that other discussion, that other battle that we have with ourselves. So if we're maturing, then we know when we're battling with ourselves, I don't have to fight with Jerry about it because it's really my, you know, Jerry doesn't know my mom, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's not trying to imitate If I'm going to make him a surrogate for my mother, that's my business, right? If I'm going to have Jerry stand in for how I need to fight with my mother about whatever it is he's telling me to do, that's going to do anyway. And so you see that all the time. We're working that spirit of rebellion. We're wrestling with our personal beliefs. We're wrestling with our history. But we can transmute in any one of those moments. We're standing at that intersection and say, well, I'm going to go forth. And you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know that God is not going to leave you standing there on a weak limb until you step off the cliff. Until you step on the branch. Until you step wherever. You don't know that the promise is to be withheld. And you won't know as long as you dip back into the old program. You know what I'm talking about? Every day. Every, Every day. day. Okay, so that the moment is here every day. And that's the price we pay for freedom. We empty that account. We decide not to feed that wolf. We decide, because if, if I go beyond that, yeah, there's processes and healing techniques and things that I can do to walk you through all of that. But still, you got to do it. There's no shortcut for stepping into the alternative moment, right? And that's when you know that your God has not left you, will not leave you, will affirm. Oh, you're claiming me today. You're claiming me today as I am the Lord God of your being. You're claiming me today by your action, by what you do, not by your affirmation, but the uh, affirmation by action. You're claiming me today and I show up. I tell you this from experience because only when you are in that state where you can be blissful, you're not in your fear, you're like, oh, well, it looks like I'm going to, you know, this must be a good day to die if, if I, it, you know, if I don't get saved and I, when I step off this cliff and do go into this unknown territory, 
then it's a good day to die. We'll have died acting on my belief. Hallelujah. I will, because in that moment, you've made the transmutation and the transfiguration, and you have said, you've claimed the ascension into Christ consciousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us meditate. Deep breaths. All the way from the center of the earth up into the crown of your head. Deep breath. Exhale. And allow the Spirit, Holy Spirit, to touch you inward, around, and outward to touch you, fill you up, to bring you what it is you need in awakeness, awareness, insight, with each breath, deep breath from the core of the earth up through your body as a cylinder, up into the heavens and back down again, all around your energy field coming around. Exhale so I can even hear you. Inhale again, filling myself up with the presence of God within me. Holy of the holies I am. Claiming my freedom as a child of God, my freedom, my commitments, my responsibility, my accountability to others and community and to self, my divine self. I accept that highest representation of myself merged with who I am walking this earth as an expression of God, expression of creator, expression of Christ consciousness. In every moment of my life, I accept the moments and opportunities to step into the new freedom that reveals and expresses the truth of my soul, who I'm here to be, do, see. And I walk with this truth in the material world. And I am a part of making heaven on earth a reality for all. Freedom, liberty, justice. For all. And I celebrate. extend myself into that vision and that reality. And so it is. May the words from my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in my life. Amen. Thank you. All my religion. Thank you, Dr. Daria, as always. We are so blessed.
Yeah, well, we are together in spirit, physically and virtually. We want to thank everyone who has donated to our center by mail. We appreciate any checks sent to the church at 800 South Pearl Street in Centralia, 98531. You can also donate online by clicking on the donation tab on our website at unityofcentralia.net. And we also deeply appreciate all of the ways that you give of your time, your talent, and your treasure. Now let's hold our offerings in our hands or in our hearts as we say our offering prayer together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And let us say our blessing of thanks together. We bless these gifts and send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. So, and if you would like to focus our collective group healing energy for someone, please raise your hand, unmute, tell us who it is, or hold them quietly in our hearts. Members of our community have requested we send healing prayers out to the children, women, and men who are displaced by war and other natural disasters. The members of our communities who must deal with basic human needs while living without our home. Our own John, who is not with us this morning, um, and anyone else? Sandy and Stella. Carol. Now, please join me in our healing prayer. Beloved Mother, Father, God, we ask for the highest and greatest good for all and endeavor to see them through your eyes, knowing all is in divine order. Amen. And our prayer of protection. The light of God surrounds us. 
The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And we are free. Now let's form a circle, join hands in the sanctuary and in Zoom land, and sing our song of peace. If you're in Zoom land, please feel free to turn on gallery view so you can see us all singing. Thank you to everyone who made this Sunday service possible. The exuberant Dallas Tally and musical Linda Small, Dr. Daria Funches for once again inspiring us, and Johnny Troy for his blessed reading, and as always, our stalwart production staff of Johnny, Penny, Susan, creating a service for folks near and far. Please stay with us after if you want to share in our fellowship time. And Tom. Next Sunday. We will be taught and blessed by licensed community teacher Audrey Pitchford as she continues to present her series, Heart Based Metaphysics. Thank you.